Welcome to the Um Yeah Sports Podcast with John and Chris, where it's unapologetically just about the sports. We're glad you joined us. Let's jump right in. It is the January 20th episode of the Um Yeah Sports Podcast. It is yet another Friday episode of the show. It is the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. I'm Chris, and with me, as always, is John. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. John, how the heck are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I am well. So we didn't talk. You talked to Reagan on Wednesday, right? Yep. So the Bucks are out of the playoffs, right? Mm-hmm. Tom Brady, the, the, the Tom Brady saga uh, kicks off yet again, and now we wait to see if he will be returning to the Bucks, or if he will be going somewhere else, say the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, but we do know that the Buccaneers have wiped out a whole bunch of the coaching staff, uh, both on the offensive side of the football as well as some folks on the defensive side of the ball as well. There's some rumors out there about who might be going to Tampa to helm the offense there from an offensive coordinator perspective. But you have to imagine this is all being done to tell Tom, hey, come back and you can pick your offensive coordinator and we are going to fix the running game problem and, you know, let's keep doing this. Yeah. His kids are in Miami. Mm-hmm. His whole family's in Miami, Kay. Florida area. So. Okay. So he Tua is coming back, looks like, next year in Miami. They don't need a quarterback. Why are you going to go all the way out to Las Vegas, of all places, and do a uh, a conservatory there? Uh, I don't think that the rate – like, why would the 49ers, if they've got the quarterback of their future in Brock Purdy – why would they like, oh, no, let's put a pause on that. We're going to, you know, bring Tom Brady in here. That doesn't make any sense. So, uh, and I don't think he's going, uh, I don't think he's going back to the NFL. He's not going to go to Charlotte. Because of Sean, Sean Payton lands in, no, in, in, no. in, in Charlotte, no. I think they might bring him. No. That's the, that's the other rumor. I don't think so. I don't Other think possibility, so. I guess. I don't know. I don't think so. Anyway, I didn't mean to go into a Tom Brady tirade, but you know the Bucks. It's my team, and there's a lot going. That it's a pivotal thing. Like if he's not going to be there, they've got to. You know, they're obviously going to be doing some some rebuilding. I know. I heard Todd Bowles say that they're not rebuilding; they're reloading. Of course, he's going to say that. You know, obviously, because Tom doesn't want to go helm a, a, a rebuild. But if that's true, and they go and they get, you know, but it's all it's all going to be dependent. Like players coming in are going to are going to come in because they're going to play with Tom, right? You know, and uh, Tampa's got to figure out their offensive coordinator situation. If Tom's going to be involved in that decision, that you know, that's got to happen. You know, so there's just so much wrapped up in it, and I got to believe it's got to happen pretty quickly because the the NFL world. Uh, is a uh, is a twelve month a year twenty four seven kind of thing these days, uh, and there ain't a lot of time. No, not it's really. the uh, you know once you're done for the season, I guess maybe you get to take a little bit of a vacation, wait for the season to end, wait for the playoffs and the Super Bowl to happen, and and then uh, round you go. So anyway, so we got some playoffs. Yep. So you guys talked already about the uh, the Cowboys Forty ers uh, deal, uh, listeners. If you don't haven't heard that one. That's in the last episode. You can go back and listen to that. Um, so let's focus on the other three games. Let's start with the uh, the uh, somewhat surprise. Well, you know, I guess for me, very surprising. Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City. This is probably going to be pretty lopsided. No. Uh, 
Well, I think it's going to be in Kansas City's favor. There is a way, in my opinion, that uh, the Jaguars could, you know, possibly pull it out. Okay. Um, I don't think any of these games are going to be lopsided, um, because of how. You know, these well, that's t- good news. how hungry these teams are. I think it's going to be really close like it was last week. I hope so. Um, the only way the Jaguars can win is, A, they've got to play relatively sticky to the wide receivers. They, they, against the Chargers, you saw a little bit, but against the Chiefs when they played earlier in the season, there was a lot of guys that were just wide open, and they really couldn't handle the speed of Kansas City. So, namely, you're going to have to get into a shootout situation. Now, do you want to get into a shootout situation with Patrick Mahomes? Is that the way you want to play? Unfortunately, that's the only way I think Kansas City can get it to, or uh, the Jaguars can get this to be a win. They, Trevor Lawrence and in, in, in this offense can move the ball on on the Kansas City Chiefs. That's not really a problem. And the problem lies in can they stop the Kansas City Chiefs offensively? And I think for that reason, because I don't think they can due to the speed that these wide receivers have and the fact that Kansas City's always been a very high-powered offense, it's going to be hard for them to do so unless they can patch. Uh, pressure Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is a great offensive line. So that's not going to be an easy situation. So getting to a shootout is probably in the best favor of the Jacksonville Jaguars if they want to win. And I watched the last few games. Going into, I was kind of thinking there would be an upset brewing for, for the Jaguars. I think there's a possibility of that happening. But because it is the Kansas City Chiefs, I think Kansas City ends up winning this game. I don't think it's a a blowout it's probably you know by seven if, if Kansas City does win I don't think it's going to be by like 21 or anything like that because I think this Jaguars team like I said offensively can hang with the Kansas City Chiefs I also think there's a possibility that through this running game Kansas City can make mistakes because throughout the seasons that um, fumbles and issues like that have plagued the running back core um, and you know that's not probably going to stop also Jacksonville's coming off a game um, the Kansas City Chiefs are rested so is that actually a good thing or a bad thing usually that doesn't pan out so well for the rest of the team but it's Patrick Mahomes it is the Kansas City Chiefs I got the Chiefs in this one um but like I said I think there is a way where the Jaguars could come back but the only key to success for the 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 Chiefs is a offensively do your style of offense you know get the ball to Patrick hands Patrick Mahomes's hands quick get him to the fast guys that they have Kadarius Tony Juju I mean, you can pick any of these wide receivers, um, and that would work. And then get an established run game, but don't fumble the ball. You got to make sure you're not letting them steal possessions from you. And then after that, it's just try to it's just try to stop the uh, the Jaguars and 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 see if you can you know pressure Trevor Lawrence and, and make him get off balance and maybe steal a few interceptions from him. Now, do I think he's going to throw four interceptions again in this game? No, I don't think it's going to be like that. I think he's going to learn from those mistakes and, and correct them. But just too high powered offense that he's playing against. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I wanted the Jaguars to win. I wanted them to move the next round because I think that'd be kind of a fun underdog story, especially what they came through last season or uh, last week. It's already been a week ago. I think it has. Uh, last week and that epic comeback against the Jaguars that uh, the late late bracket there. But I don't see it happening again. Okay. The other game. Uh, well, yeah. You want to hit up next? Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go. New York at the the Eagles. Oh yes. Well, uh, that one is interesting. Uh, there's a way both teams can win it. Uh, his in the last few games, uh, the the Giants struggle severely with keeping up with the run game for whatever reason. Dalvin Cook, Madison, they had big, relatively big games when they did rely on them and run the football. Jalen Hurts ran all over them. Uh, their uh, Boston Scott and uh, Miles Sanders both ran all over them when they played early in the season. It was just a it was just a running game, and and they dominated that way. 
Um, but do I think that's going to, you know, stop the, the, um, the giants? No, I think you really got to, I think they did a good job in the secondary. I think that's fine. I think they can come and make those quick tackles. They could come in and make the plays if they swing it out and they get pressure on Jalen hurts and make his life a little miserable back there. I think they can do enough to stop them in the passing game. Now you do have to be careful because their other weaknesses, if they could get a short little play and they can run it from those little short passes, usually that turns into big plays. We saw that in the Vikings game. We also saw that when they played each other earlier in the season. Now we also know that Jalen hurts in this team. uh, Well, they struggle if you can pressure Jalen Hurts and if you can force him to make mistakes with the football. Uh, we've seen him have multiple interception games. We've seen him where this offense isn't clicking on all cylinders. We've seen him make plenty of mistakes uh, and get into situations where they kind of just set themselves back and Jalen Hurts just put the team on their back and run the football. Now, running is what they like to do best. They like to run the football with Jalen Hurts. That is their bang zone. So you got to corral them. you got to make sure the runs don't blow you open right but you also got to be careful you're not letting the wide receivers kind of blow past you in the secondary so that's a little bit of a balancing act but if you're asking me i think they're way more lethal through the ground than they are through the air i think you can do enough to you know come and make the tackle a little bit i would be way more about pressuring jalen hurts and forcing the issue there than i would be about the passing game because they've made their money off that running game now if you're the giants offensively Stick with the running game with Saquon Barkley. Let him run wild. Use Daniel Jones in a situation where you let him run and let, you know, kind of start there and then move into the passing game from that. Because I think you, I think any team can beat this Eagles team. I don't think the Eagles team is anything special. I don't think they're, you know, anything that's going to destroy anybody. I don't, I think they're an overhyped franchise team. I really do. I think this John Jalen going to play. Uh, Jalen Hurts will play in that game, yeah. Okay, and they're not they don't ha- they're not like the high powered offense that I remember in the regular season. I just think they're a bust. I think the regular season was a faulty representation of what they are. Well, why wouldn't they continue to play that way? I think the Giants have the you tools think, to beat them. You I, just don't think that they that you even just, during you, the regular season, I thought the Eagles were a bust. I never really thought they had you know that 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 thing that would make them really good. I think you know it's AJ Brown and it's and it's Jalen Hurts, but it's Jalen Hurts running the football, running the football, and no one can seem to stop him. Um, but you know, if you do it correctly, you can stop. I just, you just need to pressure him, get him off balance. I mean, if you look at the schedule we talked about on different podcasts, they haven't beaten that many good teams this season. Like I think on total, they've been like three or four playoff teams the entire regular season. Everyone else is no longer in the playoffs when the first break for the first, uh, when the wild card began. So they haven't beaten anyone of that. Uh, that was that great. Some of the games that should have been blowouts were relatively close, way too close for comfort. And throughout the games, when you're watching a red zone and stuff, you see that, you know, they have struggles offensively. Um, and I mean, it's just, I don't see that changing for them. The only way, in my opinion, they win this game is if they could somehow blow the top off of the, of the giants and they can do something where they can run the football really efficiently. And they, and they score that way because that is the way that they're going to end up beating, uh, winning this game. But if they can somehow close up the top and try to do what they can do to, you know, cause, um, to, um, spread the offense out and try to make life a little bit more difficult and just play adequate defense. I think the offense can back them up. I think they're high powered enough that if, you know, they get into their playmakers hands, they can, you know, do a lot of damage Let Daniel Jones run the football. You got to let him run the football. You can't let him just stay back there because yeah. he's powerful enough. I think he's got a lot of similar to Josh Allen. I really do. Yeah. I think it's like having a tight a end parallel, back there that can a parallel back yeah. there. I think he can do the stuff Josh Allen does. If he's given the chance, I think he can definitely tear this Eagles team wide open. Uh, and so in my opinion, personally, I think this is going to be a, 
upset because they're the number one seed. I think the Eagles are going to lose this game. By how much, I think it's going to be a close game because I don't think they're going to be perfect at you know stopping this Eagles team from running the football. I don't think you can when how good they are at running the football. Uh, but at the same time, I think, like I said, if they can get them to force them into passing situations down in distances and corral, and corral Jalen Hurts to make sure he doesn't get out of the, outside the pocket, they'll be fine because I think they can do – um, a lot of damage on them if, if they're able to do so. Um, but, you know, I think if this was, a you know, a different squad, I, I probably would have picked them. But because I think the Eagles, like I said, I don't think the Eagles are as good as, as advertised or as a lot of people, you know, believe they are. I think they have, you know, room to, you know, grow and, and learn. I think they're, they're young and inexperienced. I think they're relying – they rely a lot on A.J. Brown. That's, that's, their, that's their offense pretty much, right? So – if you can do enough to kind of slow him down, double team him and, and, and play guys on top of him, you can have success. So I, they played the Eagles, played the Lions. Uh, first game of the season, that was a three-point victory. Then they played the Vikings, who were a definite bust. Uh, that was a pretty big margin of victory. The Commanders, who they're the Commanders. Uh, then they played the Jaguars. That was only an eight-point victory. Then they played the Cardinals and only beat them by three. Cardinals are a terrible team. Then they played the Cowboys, and and they were able to beat that game. Steelers, oh, the Steelers, but that was a pretty big win for them. And then they beat the Texans by less than ten. The Commanders actually ended up beating them, thirty-two to twenty-one. Then they played the Colts and won by exactly one point. Then they played the Packers and won by seven. Then they played the Titans, who I don't think the Titans are very good, but that was by twenty-five. And then they played the the uh, Eagles and the Giants. They won that game. They won by five points against the Bears. They lost by six points against the Cowboys when they met again. Then they lost by 10 points against the Saints. And then they squeaked by a resting Giants team. Now, I imagine they rested their starters as well. But at the beginning of the game, they had some of their guys, and they only won by about five points. So the entire season, they haven't been extremely dominant against any of the good teams. And when they have been dominated, those were against teams that are arguably not that great. So I think there's definitely a way to win this game, but it starts up front. Can you establish a point of attack to make sure they can't run the football? And then when they do pass it, make sure they don't leak guys out into the flat or uh, into, into the middle of the field and just get some really wide open plays. If they do that, I think the the offense of this Giants can do enough where they can move the ball downfield, get into scoring range, get into field goal range, and score because I think the defense is the weak point of this football team. Even though they've invested in a lot of big star names, I think Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley is really where the heartbeat's going to be, yeah. and everything will go from there. But okay. I lay out the Eagles or the Giants by three. Okay, so get the Giants by three. What about the other game again? The Jags, uh, Kansas City game. Uh, Jag or Chiefs by seven. Okay, all right, so. We have uh, one one side of each of our uh, NFC and AFC championship games. Yes. Okay. We've got Kansas City, and we're going to go talk about uh, who they might play. And then from the episode uh, last time, mm-hmm. who did you pick in that one? I said the uh, 49ers. As a quick recap, 49ers, I think if they play at an elite level and Brock Purdy um, avoids the rookie mistakes that we saw him make uh, in the Seattle game and they're able to corral Tony Pollard, if they do that, I think if they play at the all-star level they're capable of, it's by 10. But if not, I think it's by 7. That's probably the biggest blowout of any game. This uh, Okay, that and, that's, cross. and that's San Francisco. That's San Francisco. Okay, three. okay. so what we've got here is a New York-San Francisco NFC championship game. That's my opinion. Okay, Duke. Okay. All right. So let's talk about the other side of that AFC championship game. We've got the Bengals 
uh, Joe Burrow-led Bengals against the Josh Allen-led Buffalo Bills. What's going to happen? Are we going to see the Buffalo Bills in the the Super Bowl? Are we going to see New York against New York (laughs) with the Giants versus the Bills? What's going what's gonna to happen in this game? Unfortunately, I think it's going to be a repeat of the last few years where the Kansas City and the Buffalo Bills meet. Okay. Uh, I think the Bengals um, did everything possible to, um, to convince me that they can't win. They played the Ravens, and the Ravens didn't have Lamar Jackson in. They had their second-string guy, and he played at – and looked elite the entire game and, and just dominated. And I, and I was watching because I watched the games and I try to put the post, the two teams against each other and try to see, you know, their strengths and weaknesses and how each squad would be able to attack them. Uh, and Huntley was able to run wild. Uh, he would be able to, the Josh Allen would be able to break a lot of the tackles that the Bengals were trying to throw at him. They collapsed the pocket completely wrong. Because in my opinion, if you're going to beat Josh Allen, there's one way you have to do it. You have to collapse the pocket from the sides and force him into the middle. And then he will freak out and try to create something. And that either turns into an interception, fumble, or sack. That's how you have to do it. That's the only way that creates success. With this Bengals team, they're doing it like you attack any other quarterback. And they're trying to force him to one side. And when he got to that one side, he's able to turn into a play or a run play. That's not going to be good for you if you're trying to beat Josh Allen. Josh Allen will embarrass you nine times out of ten with something like that and turn into a big play. So that, from the beginning, is an issue. And the, the other issue is the entire game, I mean, the Bengals didn't look that great. I mean, nothing spoke that they were going to be able to do well. They, they didn't dominate in any way, shape, or form. They were dropping certain passes that were definitely catchable. They were going toe-to-toe with... Like I said, a second string guy. Now, not to say this bang or this Ravens defense isn't good. This Davens on this Ravens team is very, very good, and they stopped Joe Mixon consistently. They did not let him run wild. They bottled him up, but they didn't let him go anywhere. And that is the other issue. Like the now, the Bills are a little bit worse at that. We saw in the Miami game. But if you're not able to establish a run, regardless who you're playing against, that's going to be a long day for you. You got to be able to do something to kind of prohibit anything from from moving on. Uh, and then also, you know, we didn't see too many home run shots by the Ravens. I was looking for a few of them. There's a couple, but overall he was able to move back there, be free back there, you know, launch the ball, get completions, move the ball downfield only lost because he was trying to reach over the goal line and the defender ripped the ball from him, turned to a touchdown. And then everything kind of stopped from there. But throughout the entire game, they were going punch for punch with each other. Uh, and the problem with that is you're going because you were going punch for punch with not Lamar Jackson, but be- with a second string guy. Um, and if Lamar Jackson was in that game, I have a question about even if Cincinnati would be in this spot. Josh Allen, I think, you know, is a completely different animal than any of the Ravens uh, quarterbacks because he is basically a running back tight end combo, right? You can't just bring him down by hitting him. You got to really play through him, really play through him, really play, play through him. The other issue, when I mentioned about a lot of the, some of the drops that you saw in that Cincinnati game with Jamar Chase T. Higgins, some of the issues that you saw there is Dolphins or the Dolphins lost that game against the Buffalo Bills because of drops. They had opportunities, didn't execute on those opportunities, and the Bengals took or the um, the Bills took full advantage of it. So if you're not able to rush the passer correctly, you're going to let Josh Allen do whatever he wants. You can't establish any sort of run game. Now the Ravens are a better defense, I think, run stopping defense than the Bills. But regardless, you got to be able to run the football better. And you're struggling with catching the football. That all points to a clear Buffalo victory in my book. Um, and I think Josh Allen's going to be able to do some uh, a couple of deep passes in that game and, and have his way down there as well. So personally, I think this is a game 
that for me it's going to be uh, a Buffalo victory. I don't see a okay. way that the uh, that the that the Bengals win this game. All right. Unfortunately. Okay. So then you have an all New York Super Bowl. Oh, I haven't picked the Super Bowl yet. Well, no, it would be because you picked the it's Kansas New- City against Buffalo. Right, and, and you said that New York uh, versus 49ers. Oh, and you haven't said between the the no, no, Chiefs I and that the, yet. That's okay. next week. Don't all spoil right. it yet. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Okay, just getting a little ahead of myself. Just getting a little excited. excited for the Super Bowl. Yeah, got to gotta get through the, these playoffs. Okay, all right. So we have the divisional round coming up. Let's hit that up. Um, thanks for talking through your thoughts on the yeah. playoffs. Appreciate it. All right, so let's go get to it. Listeners, thanks for listening. We'll check you next time. See you. Bye-bye.